Joshua takes command over Israel, leads them across the Jordan, and wipes out the city of Jericho. It's Joshua chapters 1 through 6 and Psalm 51 here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Moses has died, leaving Israel with a new legacy, a new law, and a new leader. Before Moses' death, the Lord appointed Joshua to lead and blessed him. Today, Joshua takes charge over Israel and leads them over the Jordan and into the land of promise. You may recall that Joshua has seen the land already, as Moses sent him with other men to spy out the land, and that he and Caleb were the only two spies who trusted in the Lord to deliver them through the battle. This same Joshua is now in charge and is headed for Jericho. And soon the walls will come a-tumbling down. Joshua, chapters 1 through 6. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and all the people, prepare to cross over the Jordan to the land I am giving the Israelites. I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. Your territory will be from the wilderness and Lebanon to the great river, the Euphrates River, all the land of the Hittites, and west to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you, just as I was with Moses. I will not leave you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their ancestors to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left, so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, Go through the camp and tell the people, Get provisions ready for yourselves, for within three days you will be crossing the Jordan to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you to inherit. Joshua said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, Remember what Moses the Lord's servant commanded you when he said, The Lord your God will give you rest and he will give you this land. Your wives, dependents, and livestock may remain in the land Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But your best soldiers must cross over in battle formation ahead of your brothers and help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest as he has given you. And they too possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. You may then return to the land of your inheritance and take possession of what Moses the Lord's servant gave you on the east side of the Jordan. They answered Joshua, Everything you have commanded us we will do, and everywhere you send us 
we will go. We will obey you just as we obeyed Moses in everything. Certainly the Lord your God will be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your order and does not obey your words in all that you command him will be put to death. Above all, be strong and courageous. Joshua son of Nun secretly sent two men as spies from the Acacia Grove, saying, Go and scout the land, especially Jericho. So they left, and they came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab, and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelite men have come here tonight to investigate the land. Then the king of Jericho sent word to Rahab and said, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, for they came to investigate the entire land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. So she said, Yes, the men did come to me, but I don't know where they are from. At nightfall, when the city gate was about to close, the men went out and I don't know where they were going. Chase after them quickly, and you can catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them among the stalks of flax that she had arranged on the roof. The men pursued them along the road to the fords of the Jordan, and as soon as they left to pursue them, the city gate was shut. Before the men fell asleep, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land, and that the terror of you has fallen on us, and everyone who lives in the land is panicking because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings, you completely destroyed across the Jordan. When we heard this, we lost heart, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. Now please, swear to me by the Lord that you will also show kindness to my father's family, because I showed kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father, mother, brothers, sisters, and all who belong to them, and save us from death. The men answered her, We will give our lives for yours. If you don't report our mission, we will show kindness and faithfulness to you when the Lord gives us the land. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, since she lived in a house that was built into the wall of the city. Go to the hill country, so that the men pursuing you won't find you, she said to them. Hide there for three days until they return. Afterward, go on your way. The men said to her, We will be free from this oath you made us swear unless, when we enter the land, you tie this scarlet cord to the window through which you let us down. Bring your father, mother, brothers, and all your father's family into your house. If anyone goes out the doors of your house 
His death will be his own fault, and we will be innocent. But if anyone with you in the house should be harmed, his death will be our fault. And if you report our mission, we are free from the oath you made us swear. Let it be as you say, she replied, and she sent them away. After they had gone, she tied the scarlet cord to the window. So the two men went into the hill country and stayed there three days until the pursuers had returned. They searched all along the way, but did not find them. Then the men returned, came down from the hill country, and crossed the Jordan. They went to Joshua son of Nun and reported everything that had happened to them. They told Joshua, The Lord has handed over the entire land to us. Everyone who lives in the land is also panicking because of us. Joshua started early the next morning and left the Acacia Grove with all the Israelites. They went as far as the Jordan and stayed there before crossing. After three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, carried by the Levitical priests, you are to break camp and follow it. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between yourselves and and the ark. Don't go near it, so that you can see the way to go, for you haven't traveled this way before. Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, because the Lord will do wonders among you tomorrow. Then he said to the priests, Carry the ark of the covenant and go on ahead of the people. So they carried the Ark of the Covenant and went ahead of them. The Lord spoke to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, so they will know that I will be with you just as I was with Moses. Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the edge of the water, stand in the Jordan. Then Joshua told the Israelites, Come closer and listen to the words of the Lord your God. He said, You will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly dispossess before you the Canaanites, Hethites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites. 
when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of the whole earth goes ahead of you into the Jordan. Now, choose twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one man for each tribe. When the feet of the priests who carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of the whole earth, come to rest in the Jordan's water, its water will be cut off. The water flowing downstream will stand up in a mass. When the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carried the Ark of the Covenant ahead of the people. Now the Jordan overflows its banks throughout the harvest season. But as soon as the priests carrying the Ark reached the Jordan, their feet touched the water at its edge, and the water flowing downstream stood still, rising up in a mass that extended as far as Adam, a city next to Zarethan. The water flowing downstream into the Sea of the Arabah, the Dead Sea, was completely cut off, and the people crossed opposite Jericho. The priests carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant stood firmly on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all Israel crossed on dry ground until the entire nation had finished crossing the Jordan. After the entire nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord spoke to Joshua. Choose twelve men from the people, one man for each tribe, and command them. Take twelve stones from this place in the middle of the Jordan where the priests are standing. Carry them with you and set them down at the place where you spend the night. So Joshua summoned the twelve men he had selected from the Israelites, one man for each tribe, and said to them, Go across to the ark of the Lord your God in the middle of the Jordan. Each of you lift a stone onto his shoulder, one for each of the Israelite tribes, so that this will be a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, What do these stones mean to you? You should tell them, The water of the Jordan was cut off in front of the ark of the Lord's covenant. When it crossed the Jordan, the Jordan's water was cut off. Therefore, these stones will always be a memorial for the Israelites. The Israelites did just as Joshua had commanded them. The twelve men took stones from the middle of the Jordan, one for each of the Israelite tribes, just as the Lord had told Joshua. They carried them to the camp and set them down there. Joshua also set up twelve stones in the middle of the Jordan, where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant were standing. The stones are still there today. The priests carrying the Ark continued standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything was completed that the Lord had commanded Joshua to tell the people, in keeping with all that Moses had commanded Joshua. The people hurried across, and after everyone had finished crossing, the priests with the Ark of the Lord crossed in the sight of the people. The Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh went into battle formation in front of the Israelites, as Moses had instructed them. About 40,000 equipped for war crossed to the plains of Jericho in the Lord's presence. On that day, 
the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel. And they revered him throughout his life as they had revered Moses. The Lord told Joshua, Command the priests who carry the Ark of the Testimony to come up from the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priests, Come up from the Jordan. When the priests carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant came up from the middle of the Jordan and their feet stepped out on solid ground, the water of the Jordan resumed its course, flowing over all the banks as before. The people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and camped at Gilgal on the eastern limits of Jericho. Then Joshua set up in Gilgal the twelve stones they had taken from the Jordan. And he said to the Israelites, In the future, when your children ask their fathers, What is the meaning of these stones? You should tell your children, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the water of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, just as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over. This is so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord's hand is strong, and so that you may always fear the Lord your God. When all the Amorite kings across the Jordan to the west and all the Canaanite kings near the sea heard how the Lord had dried up the water of the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over, they lost heart and their courage failed because of the Israelites. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise the Israelite men again. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelite men at Gibeath Haraloth. This is the reason Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt, who were males, all the men of war, had died in the wilderness along the way, after they had come out of Egypt. Though all the people who came out were circumcised, none of the people born in the wilderness along the way were circumcised after they had come out of Egypt. For the Israelites wandered in the wilderness forty years until all the nation's men of war who came out of Egypt had died off because they did not obey the Lord. So the Lord vowed never to let them see the land he had sworn to their ancestors to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. He raised up their sons in their place, 
It was these Joshua circumcised. They were still uncircumcised since they had not been circumcised along the way. After the entire nation had been circumcised, they stayed where they were in the camp until they recovered. The Lord then said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the disgrace of Egypt from you. Therefore, that place is still called Gilgal today. While the Israelites camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they observed the Passover on the evening of the fourteenth day of the month. The day after Passover, they ate unleavened bread and roasted grain from the produce of the land. And the day after they ate from the produce of the land, the manna ceased. Since there was no more manna for the Israelites, they ate from the crops of the land of Canaan that year. When Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua approached him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied. I have now come as the commander of the Lord's army. Then Joshua bowed with his face to the ground in homage and asked him, What does my Lord want to say to his servant? The commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did that. Now Jericho was strongly fortified because of the Israelites, no one leaving or entering. The Lord said to Joshua, Look, I have handed Jericho, its king, and its best soldiers over to you. March around the city with all the men of war, circling the city one time. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry seven ram's horn trumpets in front of the ark. But on the seventh day, march around the city seven times, while the priests blow the ram's horns. When there is a prolonged blast of the horn and you hear its sound, have all the troops give a mighty shout. Then the city wall will collapse and the troops will advance, each man straight ahead. So Joshua son of Nun summoned the priests and said to them, Take the Ark of the Covenant and have seven priests carry seven ram's horns in front of the Ark of the Lord. He said to the troops, Move forward, march around the city, and have the armed men go ahead of the Ark of the Lord. After Joshua had spoken to the troops, seven priests carrying seven ram's horns before the Lord moved forward and blew the ram's horns. The Ark of the Lord's Covenant followed them. While the ram's horns were blowing, the armed men went in front of the priests who blew the ram's horns, and the rear guard went behind the ark. But Joshua had commanded the troops, Do not shout or let your voice be heard. Don't let one word come out of your mouth until the time I say, Shout. Then you are to shout. So the ark of the Lord was carried around the city, circling it once. They returned to the camp and spent the night there. Joshua got up early the next morning. The priests took the Ark of the Lord, and the seven priests carrying seven ram's horns marched in front of the Ark of the Lord. 
While the ram's horns were blowing, the armed men went in front of them, and the rear guard went behind the ark of the Lord. On the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. Early on the seventh day, they started at dawn and marched around the city seven times in the same way. That was the only day they marched around the city seven times. After the seventh time, the priests blew the ram's horns, and Joshua said to the troops, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city, but the city and everything in it are set apart to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and everyone with her in the house will live, because she hid the messengers we sent. But keep yourselves from the things set apart, or you will be set apart for destruction. If you take any of those things, you will set apart the camp of Israel for destruction and make trouble for it. For all the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are dedicated to the Lord and must go into the Lord's treasury. So the troops shouted, and the ram's horns sounded. When they heard the blast of the ram's horn, the troops gave a great shout, and the wall collapsed. The troops advanced into the city, each man straight ahead, and they captured the city. They completely destroyed everything in the city with the sword. Every man and woman, both young and old, and every ox, sheep, and donkey. Joshua said to the two men who had scouted the land, Go to the prostitute's house and bring the woman out of there, and all who are with her, just as you swore to her. So the young men who had scouted went in and brought out Rahab and her father, mother, brothers, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her whole family and settled them outside the camp of Israel. They burned the city and everything in it. But they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. However, Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute, her father's family, and all who belonged to her because she hid the messengers Joshua had sent to spy on Jericho. And she still lives in Israel today. At that time, Joshua imposed this curse. The man who undertakes the rebuilding of this city, Jericho, is cursed before the Lord. He will lay its foundation at the cost of his firstborn. He will finish its gates at the cost of of his youngest. And the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame spread throughout the land. Psalm 51 Be gracious to me, God, according to your faithful love, according to your abundant compassion. Blot out my rebellion. Completely wash away my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. 
for I am conscious of my rebellion, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you alone, I have sinned and done this evil in your sight. So you are right when you pass sentence. You are blameless when you judge. Indeed, I was guilty when I was born. I was sinful when my mother conceived me. Surely you desire integrity in the inner self, and you teach me wisdom deep within. Purify me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Turn your face away from my sins, and blot out all my guilt. God, create a clean heart for me, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation to me, and sustain me by giving me a willing spirit. Then I will teach the rebellious your ways, and sinners will return to you. Save me from the guilt of bloodshed, God, God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not want a sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifice pleasing to God is a broken spirit. You will not despise a broken and humbled heart, God. In your good pleasure, cause Zion to prosper. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. All right, friends, you've just finished a longer than usual episode, and I want to reward the people who are diligently pursuing scripture this year. So go to social media, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, tag Commuter Bible in a post, and I will select at random three people to receive a free t-shirt and a sticker pack. If you do more than one platform, say you do all three, that's three entries into the drawing. So I'll come back here and let you know who the winner is, and then we'll sort it out from there. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Pridgen, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night.